Focus. Hello there to you. It is Troy Stockton with Rural Focus. And on the radio show today, we need to catch up with Morgan Richards. Morgan's the General Manager of Operations at Optima Lime. And I'll tell you what, how would you like to win 250K? Yep, 250K. Well, Morgan's going to tell us about that. Morgan, hello there to you, mate. And how are things going there at Optima Lime? Yeah, no, it's good, mate. It's uh, very busy here. We're getting prepared for getting through harvest and, and then launching into another big lime season. Now, you are the soil pH experts, mate. You've uh, Talk us through a bit more about your products there. Uh, yeah, mate, we've got uh, market-leading lime sands, uh, Dongara, Lancelin, and down by Margaret River, and then we have a range of value-added limes. So, you know, these value-added limes are going to be really important for people with uh, less availability of trucks and the price of diesel impacting mm. transport costs. So they, these limes that you can uh, apply less lime to achieve the same result could be really key this season. And also, to the products there are designed to providing you with uh, with better yields and, and faster at the same time. Yeah, that's the, that's what it's all about, yeah, mate. Understanding yeah. the different product, what they do, and 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 how to get the, the quickest benefit out of out of the money that you invest in your liming program. Also up for grabs, you've got a bit of a uh, well, a bit of a competition in a way, I suppose you could call it. Yeah, mate. Uh, we've decided to do something a bit out of the box <laughs> this season. We're um, we're going to give uh, our customers the opportunity to have a chance at uh, winning a quarter of a million dollars by uh, purchasing their lime through Optima this season. All right. So how can our listeners enter the competition? Yeah, mate. So basically, you can get an entry by purchasing as little as uh, one road train, 50 tonne of uh, lime sand, and then obviously for volume and having a look at our value-added products, uh, there, there's uh, some more entries available to the competition. Uh, and yeah, we're really uh, hopeful that uh, there'll be a big show uh, at the end of the season and, and a lucky winner. And how can our farmers find out more here, mate? Is there a website that they can check out or how do they go about it? Yeah, certainly there's uh, information, terms and conditions up on the Optima website. That's optimalime.com.au. And uh, the best way is to get in and see your local reseller. Uh, that should be excellent support through uh, all the major rural networks and all good independents. All right, so uh, if you're uh, at home on the farm about now, you want to check it out, go to the website, optimalime.com.au, or as Morgan said, of course, uh, just go and see your local store and reseller, purchase a product there, and the team there will put you into that big draw, mate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, yeah, no, we're, we're excited that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hopefully some reward for um, our customers that have been supporting us in the past, and uh, maybe uh, someone who's going to do a bit of lime might decide that they're going to have a look at uh, seeing how easy it is to to deal with Optima and, and, and possibly come up trumps. This is the first time you've sort of done this competition? Uh, yeah, certainly, mate. Uh, we're, we're, we're not aware of anyone who's done anything quite like this in this space, but, you know, we've developed, you know, the best resources yep. in line that we can, and we've sort of taken that mantle of, of pushing the boundaries uh, in the industry, innovating, and, um, you know, it's a culture that runs through our business. So oh, yeah, when this opportunity came up, uh, you know, without going to uh, impact the, the price for the end user, we, we thought, well, why not try and jazz up lime a little bit? You know, it's not as exciting as, say, sitting in the uh, a chair of a brand new John Deere tractor or something like that. So, um, yeah, maybe a bit more uh, excitement about uh, your liming program. And they've got some great benefits of using Optima Lime products there as well there, Morgan. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. I, I think most people appreciate, yeah. uh, you know, that liming's a really key part of sustainability and, and looking after that asset that is your soil. Mm. But, you know, sometimes it's probably a bit like... Um, 
you know, eating your five serves of veggies or, <laughs> or you know, doing your exercise. You know, it's the right thing to do, but yeah. it's not necessarily the most exciting part of your day. So, so maybe this will just add a little bit of buzz around uh, something that's a really important part of uh, people's practices. Are you hearing from farmers around WA, mate? Yeah, yeah. we're uh, leading into harvest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're starting to talk. People are starting to have a think about what they might be doing uh, uh, as they come out the far side of harvest, and, and and you know before we know it, the calendar turns and, and mm. we're back seeding. So so uh, yeah, everyone's starting to get excited and and have a good look at uh, what they might do. All right. So if you want to get yourself in to win this two hundred and fifty k again, mate, what do they need to do? Get in touch with us, or ideally get in touch with their reseller store. Uh, they need to order that load of lime, pass on their details to us, and uh, yeah, we'll get them in. The draw. And when the when do they need to do this by, Morgan? Uh, we're running it th- the competition through the lime season, mate. So okay. uh, basically that'll close uh, end of May and then hopefully we'll have a uh, uh, a big show. One lucky customer will get picked to come to a major prize draw event okay. and, yep. and play a game to try and win. Uh, if they pick the right options, mm. uh, they win the 250K and I imagine we'll have a pretty good party. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but even if they're uh, not lucky enough to win that 250, the worst thing that happens is that they're going to work, walk away with that. Uh, $5,000. Better than a poke in the eye with a burnt stick, pretty much. So there you go uh, for our farming community, optimalime.com.au, the website to go to. You can check out all the products while you're online and uh, click on that $250,000 there and uh, it'll bring up all the information that you need to know with uh, Morgan and the team there at Optimal Lime. Mate, thanks for your time today. We'll chat again soon. Yeah, thanks, Troy, and uh, th- thanks, listeners. Yeah, there he is, Morgan Richards from Optimal Lime Solutions. going to be in that, really, don't you? As they say, you've got to be in it to win it. 250K with Optima Lime. To find out more, you can check out the website right now, optimalime.com.au. The following interview on the Rural Focus podcast is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. Tom went to catch up with Ben from the Condinen Group. Busy, busy man. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Troy. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, this morning speaking, uh, well, self-propelled sprayers, mate. Yeah, mate, I thought we'd have a bit of a chat about uh, the research report that's mm. coming up in the November edition of Farming Ahead. It's, um, it is about self-propelled sprays. We'd normally go out and do a whole heap of boom response testing uh, in terms of, you know, we, we basically drive the, the self-propelled sprayer over an obstacle and then measure the response of the boom. But there are a couple of new machines um, that have just come out, one from Case, IH. Uh, there's a horse kicking around in the eastern states as well and uh, and a few other models that are coming out with new boom options. So we thought, you know what, let's do an update on what's available, give people the, the tech specs and a, and a rundown from any owners we can find um, as to their experience and uh, and we'll schedule some, some boom response testing next year when all those models are in the country. And available and we can actually get in and test them and uh, you know and we don't need to put a, an outboard motor on the back of them uh, <laughs> yeah, like you probably would in the eastern states at the yeah, moment I think yeah, Troy, yeah yeah no uh, not great over there on the east coast uh, harvesters mate what's the latest with this look we've got a special feature also uh, in the in that November edition uh, just on harvest at France so we're going to focus purely on the front and and make sure people get an idea of you know the settings and adjustments they really should uh, should pay attention to and and of course with a lot of people cranking up harvest now and, and uh, you know, a lot of direct harvested canola 
Um, you know, there's some tips and tricks in there for people as well. You know, just in terms of looking for leaks, and and certainly that that work that was done mm. uh, for the for the Grow Group Alliance or for, for GRDC uh, by the Grow Group Alliance found that you know losses in canola anywhere between half a percent and up to ten percent. So they're massive numbers and obviously pretty significant costs. So if we can get things right from a from a harvester front perspective, it's all about presenting the machine with the, the best possible flow of material. Then uh, you know then we're starting on the front foot. One of the things that that challenges us and certainly limits the capacity of machines is, is uh, fronts that aren't cutting cleanly, that aren't presenting material uh, into the retractable tine drum uh, up into the feeder house smoothly and, and efficiently. So anything we can do to, to try and get uh, to get around that is definitely worth uh, worth doing. So sharp knives, making sure that you know things are all level, yeah. uh, making sure that the knife's um, you know in good condition and should be a daily check. So just a, uh, there's a reasonable checklist in there. It's about a mm. page long, okay. uh, but but of things that people probably should be uh, should be looking for. Troy, was that sort of some of the topics that you checked off a part of that GRDC harvester forums that you had? Yeah, look, yeah. there are. There's certainly, uh, I guess, after having done 15 of them around the country, <laughs> there was a, a lot of questions that came from those, Troy. And so what we've tried to do is, I guess, summarise mm. all of those questions and, and put them into uh, a simple checklist for people to have a bit of a read and then, you know, just work through there uh, and, and tick things off. And look, it focuses mainly on draper fronts because that's okay. what most people are running. Um, there's a little bit of stuff in there on pickup fronts and also on, you know, uh, adjustable table fronts. So where you can extend the knife out, and and uh, you know, which are becoming more popular for for canola, but there are other options with drapers in terms of uh, you know top cross augers and, and just positioning those uh, right uh, to try and maximise the flow into uh, into the feeder house. So all about um, you know getting uh, getting the material in, and, and hopefully the, the, that special feature gives people a few ideas as to you know what they might want to optimise or at least consider if they haven't done so already. So where can the growers go to get that info, mate? Yeah, mate. So that'll be in the um, in the November edition of Farming Heads. Yep. So that's literally about to hit the, hit the uh, press and uh, it'll be in mailboxes in the next couple of weeks. So um, certainly, uh, you know, I know there's a bit going on from a harvest perspective, yeah. but, uh, you know, if, you, if you're starting to pull up or, or you're waiting uh, for a bit of rain to pass through, um, that's probably not a bad, uh, bad little story to read. And, and as I say, uh, you know, just work through each of the items in the checklist and go from there. All right. What else is happening, mate? Uh, mate, we've got a little bit of stuff happening uh, in the next few days. Actually, Josh and I are in the, in the bush and uh, doing a bit of stuff on recovery of harvesters uh, in okay. particular. Um, you know, look, it's uh, it's something that uh, everyone dreads. Um, bogging harvesters is never fun. No. A couple of things people can do, you know. Uh, a few guys have sort of said that this year they're going to return, uh, reverse their drive tyres um, so that, uh, you know, A, does give you a little bit of a smoother smoother ride. Uh, it also means that if you do get bogged and, and, and start to, and, you know, you want to back out, out of that bog, that um, that uh, the drive tyres is the right way to, to actually push you back out. Um, so uh, a couple of little things like that. We'll also be um, attaching some some snatch straps. We've got some uh, dedicated snatch straps with tethers on the side as well, which is uh, which is pretty important. Uh, and so we're going to be uh, putting a, a bit of an article together for people uh, just to help them, um, you know, with recovery if they've got a machine that uh, that unfortunately does get bogged this uh, coming harvest. Okay. What about silos, mate? Look, I think with the silos at the moment, uh, certainly if you haven't done it already, everything needs to be absolutely cleaned out. And uh, we want to see uh, uh, want to see silos that have got no organic material around them at all. Make sure everything's sprayed out. Uh, it needs to be perfectly clean. A little tweet that we put out uh, earlier in the week seems to have gathered a fair bit of traction in terms of little things like um, you know outlet covers. Leave those lying around. They become a harbour for insects. So... Uh, 
you know, we uh, we were on a farm the other day, picked up one of those, and there's a stack of lesser uh, grain borers and, and uh, rust-red flower beetles underneath. So, you know, while the guys have done a great job of cleaning out the silos, and they've even used dry side, which we recommend as well, so mm. it's two, two, two to 300 grams of dry side to just dust the silo out after it's been washed out. On the ground, unfortunately, there was a, a, a cover plate, and underneath it, yeah, as I say, just swarming with insects. So pick all that stuff up, get it yep. all nice and clean, get the pad clean. So, yep. um, yeah, start the best possible way you can. And fire breaks as well, mate? Oh, look, fire breaks uh, on the go. Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, most uh, most councils will probably yeah. have a, a limit as to when that needs to be done. But, uh, yeah, I imagine most people are probably across that. Yeah, it's uh, it's obviously pretty important. It gives us a chance to, to slow things down a little bit when it comes to fires. And, of course, when we are harvesting, do, do keep uh, track of the weather conditions. FDI 35 used to be the standard. It's now changed to the Fire Behaviour Index, uh, FBI. Uh, easy one to remember. Uh, and uh, we need to pull up when that approaches 40. So um, still a bit of a Google and you'll find uh, find a bit more information on that uh, FBI. So all that and more with the boys there at the Condillon Group. If they are wanting to know more, mate, uh, the website? Uh, just farminghead.com.au. There's a trove of information there. And, of course, uh, we're always available uh, on the phone if you need us, one 767 all right, go ahead and do that, mate. Always nice to chat. Have a great week. Yeah, lovely. Thanks, Troy. Rural Focus on Triple M. Well, as we mentioned on Rural Focus yesterday, of course, there is a brand new regional manager role at Western Derry. We were hoping to chat with uh, the chair, Robin Lammy, yesterday. He was a bit busy, but he joins us this morning on Rural Focus. Morning, mate. Morning, Troy. How are you today? Not bad. So you have a brand new regional manager there at Western Derry. Let us know more. Yeah, we do. Um, in the wings, she starts on the 7th. Yeah, and Joe's from a farming background, dairying especially, um, with her husband in New Zealand. And then for a few years, and they moved to South Australia, so they've mm. got experience in Australian dairying as well. I think they moved to WA and got into other roles, um, and she was uh, executive officer with Southwest Community Care. So she's okay. very experienced in the broad spectrum of business and dairying. Did you get plenty of applicants for, for the role, mate? Uh, we did, actually. We had quite a few, but Joe. <laughs> was the first one who interviewed, and uh, yeah, dare to say okay. we couldn't go past her. It yeah. bounced off the page. So what stuck out from Joe for, to the others, mate? Just her uh, personality, her skills, uh, team management, and obviously experience in the actual dairy role, and her enthusiasm towards the industry, which uh, counts for a lot. If you love what you're doing, mm. um, it's not such a job, is it? Uh, absolutely. So Joe will start, as you say, on the seventh of November. Yes, which is which is fantastic because yeah. you know in the current circumstances yeah. of employment, people it's pretty hard to um, get people. And we were thinking we might be without one for some time, but that's not uh, going to be the case. And how's things going at Western Dairy, mate? Yeah, really good. The teams. Um, I was at a team meeting this morning. We're all sticking together and uh, in the. <laughs> in the lack of having a regional manager, so the cat's away. I'm just making sure the mice aren't playing and me probably being one of them. But um, things are going along well. Yep, so right. keep delivering to our dairy farmers. And uh, going forward, mate, uh, are you looking for uh, other workers to, to join you there at Western Dairy or what's the game? The team's pretty stable at the yep. moment. Okay. All positions are filled. Yep. Um, and uh, obviously with Julianne moving on, who mm. was tremendous for us um, in her term, term and a half. Very hard to replace, but hopefully we've done... Um, done well in that space. So, uh, yeah, the great news, as we mentioned yesterday, Joe Saunders will, will become the new regional manager with Western Dairy Chair. Robin Lammy, thanks for your time this morning, mate. Chat again soon. Thanks, Troy. Always a pleasure. Ta-da. Yeah, there he is, the chair at Western Dairy, the one and only Robin Lammy, with the great news that Joe Saunders will now be Western Dairy's regional manager. So congratulations there to Joe. She commences with the team in a couple of weeks' time, and I'm sure that she will have plenty of fun with the team there.
at Western Derry. Well, that is it for today's Rural Focus podcast here on the Listener App. Hey, thank you for joining us today, wherever you're listening around WA, around Australia, maybe you're listening to us internationally. Love to hear from you. Text us, let us know. Where are you listening to the Rural Focus podcast from? 04800 97400. I'll have another Rural Focus podcast for you again very soon right here on the Listener App.